Hey everyone and welcome to Already Cancelled, I'm Peter, that is Connor and we are going to talk about Star Trek, the original series, season 2, episode... what are we on? <laughs> <laughs> episode 12, episode 12, it's called The Deadly Years. This is the problem when we skip a week, is I ha- like, I've, I've lost track of the numbers, I don't know what episode we're on. Uh, yeah. But yeah, so this, this is uh, The Deadly Years, so full spoilers for the episode as always. Uh, and apologies, we missed a week last week, uh, just busy schedule. It's actually kind of funny because this and Leftovers, we had to take a week off. But leftovers had to take a couple of weeks off. Uh, so I've not, we've not actually recorded and already cancelled in a couple of weeks. So this is... Yeah, bloody Netflix. A return, yeah. It's Netflix's fault, mostly. Uh, partly partly on us for poor scheduling, but mostly Netflix's fault. Yeah. Oh, we, we, we're not to blame. No, never. Of course not. Uh, so what's funny about this one is the, the opening, like you know, the cold open before the, the the title sequence we have we have Chekhov discover this this uh, dead body and then these two characters come in who called them down to the planet in a distress, distress call and they're really old you know like in their 70s 80s and they claim to be in their 20s and it's like dun, 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 and, it, and it goes to the opening titles and my first thought was this is either going to be really fun or going to be terrible and there's nothing in the middle there's nothing in between that this could be it's either going to be laughably bad, or it's going to be a good sort of fun time having fun because we're going to have old versions of Kirk and Spock and McCoy and and so on. Uh, so that's the premise: is that they all get this disease that makes them rapidly age, uh, and that's that's the idea. So I'll ask the question, Connor: Did you enjoy the Deadly Years? Yeah, kind of. <laughs> kind of. Oh, glowing praise, glowing. I, I wouldn't say I loved it, but. I like parts of it. Yeah, I liked it as well. I, I like. I I think there's some elements of it that are goofy, but it actually had some. It it played it in a way that I was not expecting, uh, and I think yeah. because of that, I was expecting comedy, and instead I got like an actual kind of serious take on the idea. And what I mean by that is, so the whole the the, the main crux of the episode, the main sort of dilemma that comes up is that Kirk, because he's aging both mentally and physically, he starts to basically be unfit to command. He starts to forget that he's given orders. He starts to um, just forget like codes and like sectors and just information that he should have. He, he's getting confused and old and delirious. And I would expect that to be played for comedy, but instead they, they play it in this really sort of realistic, awkward way where everyone feels uncomfortable that he's making a fool of himself. Yeah, it, you feel that that embarrassment that you sometimes feel around old people and children. You know where mm. where they'll do something that they don't realize is is weird or wrong because you know either if if they're a child they just don't comprehend or if it's a, you know an old person they might have just forgotten like he's here. It's that kind of social embarrassment that you kind of feel for them even though they don't feel it. Yeah. Yeah, because there's a lot of awkward looks. You've got Ahura looking over at Spock. You've got because Spock has got the disease, but Spock, because he's Vulcan, it's acting much slower because they live much longer. So he's not really feeling the effects of it to the same extent. It's not until the uh, very uh, despite his claims. Yeah, it, it's not until the very end of the episode where he starts to actually visibly look older. Um, which is one of the, the main complaints I would give actually is that the old age makeup is very ropey, especially on certain characters. It's Sp- hit and miss. I think Kirk's is mostly all right. Kirk's is okay. Scotty's is absolutely appalling. Yeah. Yeah. Scotty's is bad. It didn't look like grey hair. It looked like crystal hair. It was weird. It was like frosted. Yeah. So that's what I mean. It, it, it's kind of hit or miss. Some of them are alright. Some of them are awful. 
Yeah, so so that's the kind of the crux of the episode, and you have this uh, commodore on board who wants to go to this 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 uh, star base. He's going to star base ten. He wants to get there. Yeah. He's anxious, but Kirk is like, no, because we've got this disease, we don't know what it is. We're going to stay here. We're going to figure it out without endangering anyone else. Uh, what one of the weird things as well that everyone who went down is suffering from it, except Chekhov. Chekhov for some reason is immune, and they don't know why, and they, they sort of explore that, and that kind of leads to how they end up figuring out how to combat it, and it's as simple as adrenaline. Uh, which they tie into some actual radiation, like medication techniques from from the past. Yeah. Uh, but uh, that's ultimately how they do it. But that's why he's unaffected because he he gets scared so shitless when he finds a dead body that that saves <laughs> yeah, him from being he's infected. He's just a bit of a pussy, isn't he? Uh, oh, there's a dead body. Never seen one of those before. You're in Starfleet, man. Surely you're in <laughs> your battles and combat and whatnot. I know. I know. Cracks um, me up. But yeah, so that's that's the that's the main thing, and I. I, d- I do, I-, I like that core debate, I like the, because, and I think it gets really entertaining later on when they're like, they're, they're so old and decrepit, like McCoy and Kirk can barely stand anymore. I love anymore. how McCoy goes southern, like really <laughs> southern. actually, yeah, I love it because that's one of my favourite lines from him actually during the, uh, the he's, he's doing tests on Chekhov to try and find out why he's he's not affected, and he's like, alright Chekhov, this won't hurt a bit. That's what you said last time. Did it hurt? Yes! <laughs> that just made me laugh. <laughs> yeah. Check, check up was cramming up there. There was that one point where it was like, oh yeah, take your shirt off, more tests, do this, do that. And you're just really annoyed that he's getting prodded and poked for all this stuff. It was cracking me up though. Uh, but no, it, it gets really entertaining because when, we get, when we, get, we get to this point, uh, the the commodore's taking command of the ship because all the all the high crew members are all unfit to you know and he's like well I don't want to give command to someone who's like really inexperienced even though he has no experience in a starship he's still high ranking compared to you know the next one in line would be I don't know maybe Sulu yeah maybe um and at least right now in the show like he'd he's seen as maybe being quite low to you know yeah he's, take he's command. permanent bridge crew but he's not command crew. Mm. That is not always the case, though. I do recall from one of the movies he, like, he at least starts a movie with his own command or something like that. If I could recall yeah, correctly, that's fair. I mean, right now though is is the point. Oh yeah, I mean, obviously the movies are another twenty years away, so <laughs> he's yeah. plenty of experience before he gets yeah, there. Yeah, exactly. Um, so he takes command, and he's so determined to get to uh, the starbase that he wants to take the most direct route, the sh- a shortcut essentially. But that puts puts them through the Romulan neutral zone. Uh, which you know, bad idea. And in fact, it's even mentioned that this planet that we're on was near the neutral zone. And Kirk even suspects at one point, is this some sort of Romulan weapon? Is that yeah. what's happening here? Uh, it turned out it was radiation from like a something comet. passing, yeah, comet yeah. passing past the planet. It, it wasn't anything serious, insidious or anything like that. But um, it, it was nice that they like thought about it though. Yeah, yeah. I like it because it was bringing back in like one of these races that we'd brought up before. Uh, the, the the whole idea of the neutral zone, the idea that this conflict is kind of ever present, like they, they kind of you know it was bringing back some of that stuff, and but no, when I say it's going to entertaining, is like I know what's going to happen. That this guy is failing on the bridge. He's basically doomed the entire shipping crew, and I know that Kirk is going to walk through that door <laughs> healthy. Like I know yeah. that's where this is going, and you know you see him like he's like oh this shot you're like it might not work it might kill you he's like well I'm going to die anyway in like five minutes because I'm aging so fast just yeah, give me that, it that was one thing that really threw me what is their life expectancy in the future because McCoy says oh we're aging 30 years for every day and Spock goes oh, alright well we've got about a week 
I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah, something was off with that. I, I, I don't know if he was maybe calculating for his life expectancy, because he's Vulcan. Maybe. He's, it sounded like he was talking about the group as a whole, though. Which, yeah, which is weird, because he, even... Like, 30 years a day, like, even if you live to be 90, that's three days from, from your birth. <laughs> yeah. Let's say, let's say it's the future, so 120 is more common, say. Sure. That's four days from birth. Yeah. Not a week. <laughs> no, knock off at least a day each for where they are now, at least. Yeah. No, you're right, it doesn't quite add up. Uh, unless it's like, it's not, it doesn't act like actual aging. Maybe it's like, you physically get to that point, but you're... Oh, maybe. You know, it's, it's not actually going in, sort of, it's, it's like a dog years thing or something, I don't know. Yeah, maybe. I don't know, it just, it just threw me off. I was like, how? What, what's life expectancy in the future? Yeah, but, you know, so it's all going down. Times are Times are bad. They're all preparing to die, and then the door opens, and Kirk walks out and starts giving commands. And it's a great moment. It's a great big moment where you, you get this rush of adrenaline because it's like you know to bring back adrenaline into the next. Yeah, but that's yeah, for the viewers. But it, like he comes in, and everyone like suddenly feels confident again. Like Sulu, who's been feeling awkward because I'm multiple times in this episode, he's like, "Oh, do this," and Sulu's like, "You mean again?" He's like, yeah. Uh, yeah, give, "Give me my uh, don't, don't question my commands." That's actually one of the things that I really noticed in this one is that Kirk. Because he's making mistakes, he's getting very cranky. Very. Uh, <laughs> yes, he's very agitated, isn't he? He's very agitated. Um, yeah. I, I like his plan as well. Yeah, I mean, he goes, "All right, well, send a message on code two. It's like, but yeah. code two, they cracked that. That was that was one of the big things that that, that damned him. Well, this is what I love about this. He beats he, he beats this encounter. That these three Romulan ships. He beats it with the carbonate maneuver. I know. I loved it. I was like, this is a great callback. Yeah, because it's funny because he's like, no, code, code two. He's like, but sir, no, no, trust me. Here, that's an order. Code two. Yes. Uh, and he, you know, he's like, oh, so Starfleet Command, I'm sending you this, you know, we're under attack, uh, sure death, so we're going to enact the carbonate uh, that we've just installed recently. And I'm like, carbonate? What's he doing? Oh, he's bluffing them. Oh, yeah. this is the exact same thing he did before. But, uh, you know, as much as it's a very... Not procedural, but you know, very standalone episodes. Like there's some great callbacks like this, brother. They've really taken things into history. Yeah, it was one thing just to have the Romulans again because obviously we haven't really seen them much. But then this was like, oh no, no, this was a specific thing that they they did an episode on. It's like, and that's 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 procedure. That's his plan. This was a tactic. Yeah, he was using something we'd seen him use before, which actually makes the whole thing. As silly as Star Trek can be at times, it makes the whole thing feel more realistic because it feels like no, it's not just that he's got a random new plan for every single encounter. No, this is this is a procedure. Yeah, sometimes he'll go back to the same ones because that'll work. Yeah, uh, maybe he should go back to the same ones more often to make it even more realistic. But still, whatever. Like I appreciate. Yeah, yeah, it. you got you got to do different enough for his. It's a yeah. TV show. Fine. But that's the thing, the conflict wasn't the main part of the episode. Like The whole yeah. idea was that he would come in and solve it within two minutes. That was kind of the whole point. Yeah, exactly. Be- because he's that good. Uh, so, no, that, that was, I, I smiled so much when, when I realised he was using the carbonate manoeuvre again. That was, yeah, that was, yeah, a, that was, was nice. a crowd-pleasing moment for me. Yeah. Um, I had, uh, one, one criticism I have was uh, in the middle, it was doing a, you know, a captain's log narration. Mm. And he says all these, I can't remember exactly what he says, but I think he's just talking about, oh, we're all aging, blah, 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 except Chekhov. And then it cuts, and, and then it goes into the, the med bay, and McCoy goes, and, and then you just have McCoy tell us the exact same information, going, oh, we're all aging, this is happening, except Chekhov. And it's like, why did we need this twice? Yeah, just redundant, I get you. Yeah, it, it really, I, I, I don't often complain about like those sort of 
captain's log narrations usually they're all right because they give something that we're not getting in the scene either something we're not getting or at least in the context of when it was airing with ads it was like just updating uh, like a, yeah like yeah. a recap almost yeah for when but, you came back from the ad break yeah but here because they said it twice like next to each other it was just like well That's we didn't I mean, it, didn't, it didn't bother me but yeah i can see what you know objectively yes yeah, it's, it's a it's a critique it's a fault yeah yeah um yeah, uh, so going back to some of the awkward stuff, because obviously this hearing uh, to, to test if Kirk is capable of maintaining command is called. And Spock feels very uncomfortable about it. He doesn't want to do it. But the Commodores know this is regulation, you have to do this. And, you know, Kirk kind of like makes him feel bad for it. He's like, oh, you stab me in the back, Spock. First chance you get to try and get command. Uh, but again, we're in this, this hearing and we're interviewing each of the crew members and they're, they're bringing up these examples and they're being honest about them. But then Kirk tries to like give a speech in his defence and he gets up and he's walking around very slowly, got, got a bit of a limp, you know, old man walk. Yeah, yeah. And he, he makes a mistake. He, he says that they're in the wrong sector. Yeah, he calls it, whatever the planet is, something two instead of something four. Yeah, and the correct him, he's like, wow, slip of the tongue. And he's trying to like cover for himself, but everyone's just feeling so awkward. Like he mm. is not fit to do this. And then he sits down and he makes the same mistake again. He calls it number two uh, again, yeah. and everyone's just kind of like almost face palming and like they know because none, none of them want to do it. You know, when they're getting the people to testify, you have the yeoman who's like, we just just forgot it was harmless, is that? Yeah. And you know, none of them want to. But then it's like, yeah, okay. Of course, maybe we have to. She wasn't wearing red, but there was essentially a red shirt doctor lady with them, who was just there so that she can get old and old and old and die to show what will happen to the rest of them. Yeah, because uh, you know the people they picked up on the planet dying wasn't enough. Yeah, they'd have one die alongside him, just so we can see her be freaked out or our reflection and be like, "That's a horrible place for a mirror." Where do you want it? Yeah, put that, it? I, the 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 plot with her, I really didn't like at all. I don't get it. There was the whole thing, you know. Her having a past with Kirk, and then oh, she not was her. Ma- That's not the same. Oh character. no, 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 the other one. Yeah, yeah. Jan. You're talking one. about Jan. Yeah, yeah. And that that was the part I didn't like. Where and she was like, "Oh, I've got this," you know. And then it was like, okay, so I've got a husband who's older, and then she's and then she's into Kirk when he's oh, a bit he's, older. He's, he's dead now, the husband. Yeah, yeah, but he yeah. he was older. Was the point? Yeah, yeah. And then it's like, oh, and and now Kirk's older. It's like, okay. And, and it kind of got this weird thing that never really went anywhere. I'm not sure. Yeah, I'm not sure what that was trying to do. That that particular plot point. I think if anything, it was meant to just be a little joke that she's getting like flirtatious with him because he looks a bit older. Um, I yeah. think her inclusion at all though was kind of this added sense of shame or whatever or embarrassment that he's getting older and he's like he's failing in front of her as well. It's like not only is he f- failing in front of his crew, he's failing in front of a love interest. Because when he first sees her, he kind of like, and you know, they have that meeting and everyone else leaves the room and he just kind of turns around and he has this smirk on his face like, oh, I'm going to go flirt with you. I was like, really, Jim, is this the time for this? Is this the time yeah. to be, be flirting? I, I don't know. I, I just feel like her inclusion in the episode as a whole was kind of redundant. Uh, that, that's fair. Um, I, I'm trying to like... You know, think through what their reasoning was for including her. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm, I'm kind of in agreement that she's kind of the second weakest part. The weakest part being the the woman who does get older uh, that was on the planet with them. Yeah. Because it's, it's just kind of redundant, and it, I don't really need it. But um, honestly, though, this episode mostly comes out on top. Like, I feel like I actually like all of the awkwardness of everyone feeling like he can't command anymore, and then the actual moment where he comes back and like solves the conflict in a really fun callback way to another episode. All of that stuff I was really into. No, that's true. I do. I do like all that stuff. It's just things like this. This side plot, 
that I'm just I don't, I like, that, that kind of drags it down for me. Like I'm going, you know, why is this here? What's this serving? It, it doesn't seem to be doing anything. But the core focus is pretty good. Hey, got it, got it hit fifty minutes in nineteen sixty. That, that's kind of what some of it feels like. Sixty-eight TV time time slots. So I yeah. feel like you, you cut all that out, you get down to a nice like modern day forty-one minute episode. Right, yeah, and probably, I think it would would be improved for it. Probably be very tight, but hey ho. Uh, so you know, a couple of flaws, but mostly I actually think uh, the 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 character beats in at work. So I, I think it's amusing. You know, you said at the start how you watched the opening and you thought, right, this could either be really bad or really good. And you thought there'll be no middle ground. I think because you were expecting the comedy angle. Yeah. I think in the angle that it did take, there was room for a middle ground. I mean, I mean, it actually mostly succeeded. But it, I think it, there was yeah, room f- for it. Funnily enough, yeah, because I, I thought it was either going to be really funny and therefore a blast because it was going to be them making fun of each other being all. Or just a dud because it'd be like, ugh, why are we doing this? Yeah, this is stupid. Yeah, I was expecting those two things. And it did something completely unlike either of those things. And it actually took a serious take on it. And it actually, for the most part, worked. And. The funny thing is, is the stuff in the episode that didn't work wasn't anything to do with the, because of the main plot. It was just because there was these extra things added onto it that yeah, weren't that great. Definitely. So I'll give them credit. Uh, they they impressed me given my initial my initial expectation based on the opening scene. So yeah, I can't I can't fault them too much. Uh, so yeah, uh, that that is the the deadly years. Uh, a surprisingly pretty good episode. So. Um, yeah, uh, it's good. It's good to have a especially since the last one we did wasn't that hot. The fact that I can't really remember it says it all. It took me a it second. Was, it was only two weeks ago, and but, I don't really remember it. Freddy's Child was the last one. Ugh, yeah. That was a that was a rough that, that was a yeah, rough yeah. one. Yeah. So, we, yeah, we actually do genuinely seem to be in a pattern of good, bad, good, bad, good, bad. It, we yeah, seem for to, the most part, yeah. But but in that that pattern for most of this season, though, it seems like. But uh, yeah, there's only the odd one where it breaks that pattern. So yeah, hopefully next week's the the, the case. Lucky thirteen. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're almost halfway through this season then, aren't we? Yeah, there's 26 episodes, so next week's the uh, last of the first half, I guess. There's no oh, middle cool. episode because it's even numbered, but... Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so no, uh, that is Star Trek, uh, season 2, episode 12. Let us know what you think of this one in the comments below. Like, subscribe, all that stuff. Get us on Twitter, uh, mail underscore fuzz for channel updates. If you want to support the channel, head over to patreon.com slash TV. Of course, if you do that, uh, the $1 tier, you get these a week early. Uh, so, you know... Yeah, this is something. Uh, also, remember, we're covering uh, Star Trek Discovery as it's been airing uh, week to week. Uh, we're almost at the mid-season break for that, but Episode 7, which is the last one we did uh, at the time of recording, was pretty good. It was a blast, yeah. It was the best episode it's had yet, So, and it felt like the most like a Star Trek episode. So, uh, you know. Uh, but yeah, you go. So, uh, thank you very much for, once again for watching. Keep watching TV, guys, and we will see you next time.